What is up? It's Monday. Mailbox Monday, that is. That's the day that I answer your questions about copywriting, marketing, business building, and more. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and here's today's Mailbox Monday question. And a little bit of a heads up, it's a longer question, but when I spent a couple minutes thinking about this, I came to just this clear, simple, and widely useful answer. Whether you're brand new and it gives you something to focus on and aspire to, or whether you've been a copywriter for a while, you've been a service provider for a while, because this, this can apply across multiple expert and service businesses. Um, if, if you've been in it for a while, this may help you refocus your efforts towards achieving more success and having a, a business that feels more effortless in terms of the success that you're generating and requires less hustle and grind in order to be successful. So the question that I got is from, uh, we'll go with the first initial K. It says, hi Roy, I've been a copywriter for about 10 years. Seven years, is, it was a side hustle while I had babies and taught at a small college for the last three years. I've been working as a copywriter and brand strategist full time. I've had some mentors along the way and they showed me that it was possible to actually generate a good income through my writing. Thing is, I feel like those people were mostly salesy hustlers. They generated business by blasting proposals on Upwork and creating copy fill for mid-level clients. As someone who's a bit more academic, it was a great lesson to learn how to embrace progress over perfection and see how to land a client, any client. Thanks to these mentorships, I learned how to adopt a more entrepreneurial mindset, but it also distracted me from what I really like, which is writing. Many of those mentors close their copy, put the in air quotes, mentors close their copywriting business, AKA they failed because they got tired of the hustle and are now business coaches, AKA they've created a new kind of hustle. That's a big thing. The grass is greener syndrome strikes again, right? Uh, in the meantime, I'm still generating about $150,000 a year, but many of my clients are still looking for copy fill. For some clients, I'm just churning out words and not crafting the kind of work I want to show, or alternatively, I'm crafting some pretty solid work, but I'm getting paid very little. A recent client just told me they landed $4 million in VC funding thanks to a pitch deck and business brief I wrote. They paid me $500 for that and I'm still waiting for the check. Yep, they're a tech company that still sends paper checks and yes, I know it's my fault for not asking for more. So why have I signed up for your newsletter? Uh, one, I wanna find a new mentor who can help me generate far more than 150,000. I know I'm capable. Two, I want to hold my craft as a copywriter. I've signed up for a six-figure program and going to the bootcamp, it's a start. Three, I wanna create a network uh, like, of like-minded entrepreneurs and copywriters who built real businesses by focusing on their craft. You seem like someone who's done this. I'm excited to nerd out on your content and maybe someday we can connect and talk shop face-to-face. Don't forget, if you have a question you'd like to have answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode, check the link in the description to ask Roy your question. It's at BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com slash ask. And uh, with that, let's dive in and I'll answer this question. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Fur, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. Okay, before we dive in, I'm going to direct you towards a helpful resource. Today's episode, as usual, is sponsored by me. Uh, the relevant link that I wanna give you today, and this will be the first link in the description, is to my high-ticket copywriting offers 
training, high ticket copywriting offers. So I've done a lot of teaching about copywriting core offers and developing a good offer for your copywriting services. But at some point, uh, especially if you are in a position similar to where Kay is at, you want to move beyond just kind of what, what is going to give me a consistent income to what do I want to do that is also going to make me a great amount of money as a copywriter. And um, that's where it comes time to kind of rethink and restructure your offers. And the high ticket copywriting offers training was all about that. It's about how to build a high ticket copywriting offer, what makes it different from just any old copywriting offer, and how to sell your high ticket copywriting offer. So how to connect with the right type of clients who are able to give you the big checks for the writing that you are doing. Again, link is in the description if you'd like to learn more. That's High Ticket Copywriting Offers. The course is available through the BTMS Insiders Training Library. There's all sorts of stuff you're gonna wanna check out while you're in there. It's like Netflix for copywriting, marketing, training. But that's a great place to start if today's episode is interesting to you. All right, so uh, first I wanna say, Kay, this path has been a good one. The path that you've taken has been excellent, um, not just for the income, but because what I've noticed through, I don't know, at this point, I've been connected with copywriters since 2009, 2008. Like, I've been fairly consistently connected with copywriters. I've had a ton of conversations about copywriting careers, copywriting trajectories, people who want to be copywriters, all of that stuff, right? And what I found is that most people struggle to get started because they don't put in the reps. They don't do the work. And so... Like what I'm hearing from you is completely on the opposite side of that. You've figured out, you've done a million reps and you just wanna be more efficient, more effective, get bigger results for um, maybe a little bit less work, but also just be focused on the kind of work that you wanna do that's not just banging out reps, right? So most people struggle to get started because they don't put in the reps and you're the opposite. You have put in a ton of reps and Clearly, you've built up a decent copywriting business. Um, and <laughs> the other thing, you've figured out how to work harder than the vast majority of us. There are, most people in copywriting probably don't work as hard as you. Um, and, you know, you may hear that and think, oh, geez, okay. But also, you've shown that you can do it. You've shown that you have your stuff together, right? Um, and along the way, you learned on the job, you learned what kind of client work you like, you learned what kind of client work you don't like, you learned how to deal with clients, how to invoice clients, you learned the process of going through a project with a client, you've, you've learned all the things that are required to run a successful freelance business, and you've gained skills and confidence to get the work, you know, get the client, get the work, and to deliver on the work. And so many people, so many people would... Uh, trade their problem of struggling to get started, struggling to get their first client, struggling, whatever, for your problem. And frankly, um, most of those people, if you're listening to my episode, there's no problem with listening to the rest of this episode. But if you're a copywriter and you wish you were in Kay's situation, you don't necessarily need the advice that's at the end of this episode. You don't need the advice that follows. You just need to listen to Kay's advice from before or or to do what she said she did, and that is to do the, do the reps, to, to put in the work, to put in the effort, to uh, basically be willing to do whatever work as you learn and as you grow, and then grow from there into some of what we're going to talk about in a minute. 
The last big thing that you can take away from everything that you've done so far is you learned what you like and don't like, what gives you momentum, and what takes it away. And so we're going to try and give you more of what you like and more of what gives you momentum and less of what you don't like and less of what takes it away. <laughs> and while I'm repeating the word less over and over again, I will say that you need to do less. Um, and I don't necessarily mean you need to work less, although you may decide to work less. I don't know. What I mean is, um, and this, this is like a writer downer, right? Your ability to demand money from clients is about who and what you say no to. Your ability to demand money from clients is about who and what you say no to. And so if you are taking on every project from every client, you're basically going to take whatever they give you. Whereas if you clearly define what you are going to say yes, and importantly, what you are going to say no to, your fees will increase and your, um, your ability to demand and get those higher fees will increase significantly. So the way that you do that is you focus on less. Um, it's about having more focused work about being intentional about the types of clients who you want to go after. It's about being more intentional about the types of work, what you want to do, and say no to everything that is not that and work towards that. And my understanding, there were some additional comments submitted with this question. My understanding is you're already doing this to some degree. You need to know that that is the right path. Even in the interim as you're kind of switching paths, when some days it may not feel like it. You need to find your sweet spot and aim there and build your reputation around that, not for doing everything. So for example, example, you could be the copywriter just pulling something out of the question. You could be the copywriter that specializes in um, building pitch decks for multi-million dollar, um, you know, stage A investments or something like that. Like whatever, whatever, whatever the appropriate uh, early stage investments in startups for building, for getting, you could be the copywriter who specializes in pitch decks and presentation. And you wouldn't even have to necessarily bill yourself as a copywriter there. You could be the, um, the early stage investment pitch expert. And you specialize in helping them develop the pitch deck, develop the pitch notes, develop the presentation style. I don't know. Um, you know, that's just going with one idea. If I was going to go with that idea, I might also consider a bonus based on the amount of capital raised for each investment. And so there could be an initial consultation fee, but make it clear that your consultation fee is just designed to get them up to the point where they are uh, where, where they are making the pitch and part of the legal agreement that you form with these companies is that you get a portion of the investment capital. And maybe that involves them asking for $50,000 extra, you know, I don't know, but you want to build a rep, whatever it is, you want to build a reputation around your thing, not for doing everything.
what's happened here is you've fallen into a very common trap for earlier career copywriters, for more novice copywriters, for people who are just like, I need to pay the bills and I don't care what work I get. This trap is uh, what I've called the WWFF trap. Will write for food. And you can go ahead and Google will write for food and you can find pictures, uh, you know, turn into memes of the copywriter who is willing to write for food, basically. The, you know, the writer who is, who is willing to write for food because, I don't know, there, yeah. <laughs> but this is, it's a broader thing. It's not just about, you know, begging for food. It's not just about will work for food. It's not just about that. It's about this attitude of I will, whatever writing you need me to do, I'll do it for you. It's the natural reaction when we hear, oh my goodness, there are people who will pay us well to write things. Cool. Where do I sign up? Especially if you come from more of a writing background and academic background, and you've realized that that style of writing never is really considered to be uh, that valuable in terms of just sheer monetary value. And so you discover, okay, there's this thing called copywriting and I can get paid to write. Cool. Uh, where do I sign up? Right? But when you come at it from that approach, like uh, essentially you're saying the value is in the writing, but a good copywriter knows the value is in the results. So it's not about the writing, it's about the results that you're able to generate. And if you're selling writing, and if you're saying, what writing do you need me to do? I will do writing for you. The perceived value of what you do is going to be very low. So you're going to get less respect, you're going to get less income, and you're probably going to experience a lot less satisfaction unless, I don't know, you get some strange sense of satisfaction from wiggling your fingers over a keyboard. If you focus on, oh, I love getting these people this result, and you, instead of saying, hey, I, if you need something written, I'll write it for you, you say, if you are this person and you want this result, I can help you get it. And the tool that you're going to use is the writing. It's like, it's like a, a, a carpenter probably doesn't say will saw for food or will smack a hammer for food, right? Not the well-paid carpenters. The well-paid carpenter says, hey, you want an addition built for your house? You want a new kitchen? Let me build that for you. And that's going to be way more valuable than I can swing a hammer, right? But we'll write for food. Hey, if you have a writing gig, I'll do it for you. That's, hey, I can swing a hammer. Versus, hey, I'm going to help you get that result that you want. And that result that you want is what I've called a core offer. And I think, I think, Kay, <laughs> that you need a new core offer. And so, you know, questions that we might ask here are, what are you best at? Uh, what motivates and energizes you? What lifts you up? What projects have you done that you have loved? Where have you created the most value for clients? How can you make all of this repeatable? How can you narrow down the who that this is for? And so when we're looking at this, like what drives you, what projects do you love the most? What gives you the most energy? Um, and where do those overlap with what people pay you well for? And where, you know, does your creativity shine? All of the things that motivate you including money, but not limited to money. What things motivate you the most? And who has been the people who have been most able to pay you well for those things? So 
it could be the you know the the early stage investments where the startup is looking to build a pitch deck and really come up with an outline for that pitch. And you know, arguably that's going to be something similar to how a webinar is structured or, you know, some something similar or, you know, I would recommend checking out pitching hacks from Venture Hacks if if that's something you're interested in. Um there's all sorts of different things that you could focus on. Uh the question is where do you feel like you are uh being lifted up by the work. Uh, where do you feel like you are motivated to start the work every day and getting paid well? And that becomes your core offer. And an offer is going to generally be structured around number one, who is it for? And so, for example, doing a pitch deck for people competing at Startup Week who may or may not ever turn their crazy idea into a business could be very different from doing a pitch deck for a, uh, you know, a, a cash flow positive business that's doing at least a million dollars per year in revenue and who's ready for a seven to eight figure investment. It could be very different, even though the core idea of what you're doing is probably pretty similar. But then if you're able to focus in on, okay, I know these people have a good amount of money, have a good amount of revenue, probably have a pretty good case for investment. And they're just looking for investment capital that's gonna allow them to make some kind of, I don't know, capital investment in their own business, that they're able to scale their business to the next level, that they're able to grow their team, whatever, whatever it's gonna be, right? But those people have a significant amount of money compared to the person who's competing at Startup Week, right? And so you could do the same work for a different who, and it's gonna be more or less valuable. And then what urgent problem do you solve? So, you know, again, I'm talking about the details of an offer here. Who's it for? What urgent problem do you solve? The problem could be they need investment capital, right? Just I'm going with that. Um, what unique solution do you provide? And so you provide the pitch deck plus the uh, structure of the pitch plus coaching on the presentation of the pitch etc. So you have some unique solution to that that is based in you and your expertise and your experience. Maybe those were the projects you love the most or maybe your projects that you love the most or something else completely, right? But it's about who it's for. Should be somebody with money. <laughs> what urgent problem do they have that they want to invest in a solution to that you solve? What unique solution can you provide? And how do you connect with them? How do you, how do you connect with that person? And your process is what will take you to the next level. So you go from this, hey, I will write for food, right? To I have a process to help um, to help low seven figure um, early stage companies get their next round of investment of seven to eight figures minimum through a more effective pitch deck, pitch structure, and pitch coaching. Right. And yeah, you're still being a copywriter there. You're still designing uh, the messaging. You're still helping them communicate their message in the best possible way, finding their unique story, finding how that story is going to appeal to their particular target market. Right. But it's about your process and your uniqueness, right? Your unique process, your unique. And, and it doesn't have to be that. Like my first copywriting offer um, that really worked for me, that worked as a higher ticket offer, that's honestly not that different from a lot of what I do today, was 
I will write a sales letter plus an order form plus uh, three emails to drive traffic plus space ad copy, right? And then any additional auxiliary copy that was necessary around that. But it was still this unique campaign, this unique set of copy that clients in a specific industry needed and that I was able to do on repeat. And then it evolved through time. There are other people who do entire product launches and that's their approach or entire webinar campaigns, webinar funnels, that sort of thing. The key is you become the expert authority at something, at your process. And then you find people who want your process and you become known for the successes that you generate by following your process. When you do this right, part of the reason that it your value goes up tremendously is because it becomes about selling you or even about selling your process that your team implements with you at the helm of the ship, right? But it's about selling you. It's not about selling copy. It's not about selling words. It's not even eventually about selling the results. It's about selling you as the generator of results and they come to you because you are the person who has that reputation. And that's all, it all becomes positioning. It all becomes your personal brand if you wanna use the brand term, right? But that's how you move up from being this low ticket hustle and grind copywriter to this expert authority in your market and your market actually becomes you, the market of you, right? So uh, don't forget, check out the high ticket copywriting offers training if you would like to learn more uh, along these lines. If you are more at the introductory level, my copywriter's roadmap to building a core offer is probably a better fit. It still sets you on the right path, maybe even earlier than Kay is hopping on it, right? But it still is focused on the right level thinking. All of it is included with the BTMS Insiders training. So you can sign up for a month and you can binge those two trainings plus whatever else in the catalog that you want. Then you can keep the train or keep the catalog, keep the membership for as long as you like, or you know, stop at the end of a month. It's a monthly membership like Netflix, right? Um, and don't forget if you have a question you'd like to have answered, that link is in the description as well. All those links are there. I'm Roy Furth, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and you know, sound off. Let me know what value you got out of this episode. I look forward to seeing you again next time. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.